So what is one thing, there may be several, but what is one thing that you think could make a really big difference in your day? Maybe it is memorizing scripture. Let's get some tips for our next speaker. Building spirituality, family, health, and business. This is The Giant Builders with Lois Wyant. Hey, Giant Builders. Welcome. I'm glad that you're here. And, you know, I've said this a couple times, but I want to remind you, if you are not following us on social media, we're there. Please like, subscribe, whatever you do, except for TikTok. I'm still working on that one. And maybe I won't work on that one. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> so today's guest is Sherry Lynn Bisbano. Hello, how are you? Hi, Lois. I'm doing great. I'm so glad you asked me to come on. I'm just excited to share what God's doing and um, to get to see you face-to-face again. <laughs> That's all right. Well, why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself? Well, uh, the Lord saved me over 31 years ago, and I had a lot of giants in my life, a lot of giants, um, self-hatred, perfectionism. Um, I compared myself to people I, I literally hated who I was, but God, and you would never know it. Oh, you would never know it uh, because I had the mask on. You know, Lois, it gets tired. Your arm gets tired holding that mask up so long. <laughs> but what, but God, I, God got me in the church. I was in the church every time the doors were open. He put mentors in my life. I learned the importance of the word of God and memorized it. And I began to feel the active word of God change my attitude, like Hebrews 14 says, change my attitude about myself and about those who abused me and, and um, my attitude toward God. I wasn't fearful of him anymore. I mean, I had that reverent fear. But, you know, I can call him Abba, which is daddy. And so um, over the last 31 years, I've been studying. I mean, diligently studying the word. And, you know, people be like, oh, you must know so much. I feel like I know this much. <laughs> it's like the more you study, you the less you feel you know. <laughs> and the reason why I wanted to talk to people today is why do we study the word and the importance of the word. But um, what I've done in the past is I've worked at everything from, I was in the military. I've done my 20 years in the military. I'm a veteran, um, did leadership instruction instructor. I won some awards, but I don't like talking about that. God gets all the glory. Um, God took me kicking and screaming to a writing conference where I met some wonderful, wonderful people like Cecil Murphy. I never knew who he was. I just started talking to him. You know, when you walk into a place and you don't know who anybody is, it's kind of refreshing because you could be talking to the president of another country and you just don't know who they are, but you love them like Jesus would. And I met Cecil Murphy and, and the Coons and, and some other awesome people. And that's where the Lord 
put it on my heart. You're going to write. I'm like, ugh. I like to speak, Lord, but I, I, I don't want to write. Well, he took me through a journey, which I call um, the star principle. This is what he had me write in my book called Shine, Don't Whine. Because Lois, I was a complainer. I complained about everything. Well, my background, I mean, I felt like I had the right to complain. I grew up in an abusive household. I, you know, it just a lot of things. You know how we can find, well, not, I'll just talk about myself. Find excuses not to succeed. Not, and so I was, one morning I was complaining. This is kind of my testimony. I was complaining didn't want to get out of bed. My son had just been um, diagnosed with autism. And the way he communicated at school was, you know, like every other kid, throwing sand and pulling hair. <laughs> no, that's not the way to communicate. But that's how he communicated. So we were dealing with that. My husband couldn't work. My fibromyalgia and chronic fatigue were just over the top. I didn't want to get out of bed. And I said, Lord, Take me now. <laughs> Have you ever felt like that? I've been there. Yes. <laughs> Take me now. Uh, and I said, I, I just need to change my attitude. And the Holy Spirit put it on my heart. I don't know how people express that, but I say the Holy in Spirit impressed on my heart. Go look up the word attitude. And I did. But, and I knew because of all the study, this was, um, probably about 20 years ago, but I had been studying the word of God. So I knew some of the Bible verses on attitude, having the attitude of Christ, which I did not have at the moment. And so I got my coffee. I sat down and I looked up because when you study the word, you need to do everything in its context. So the attitude of Christ is in Philippians. And I went back and I started studying and it said, and it, it literally said Philippians, I think it's 114, do everything without complaining or arguing. I'm like, there you go. <laughs> the Lord's really speaking to me. So you can, I think it's the ESV, might be the NIV, it says, so you can shine like a star. I said, Lord, I really want to shine like a star. So I like to do acrostics. I teach in acrostics, I write in acrostics, and that's where the star principle came out. The S is see yourself as God sees you. The T is transform your mind with the word of God. The A is always pray, and the R is refined to shine. That answers the question that everybody wants to know, why does God allow bad things to happen to good people? But I find in my walk with the Lord, if one of those principles is out of whack, there's no joy, there's no peace, there's no, there's complaining. <laughs> and, you know, if we don't see ourselves as God sees us, as holy and blameless in Christ, because we're in his hand, if we're not in the word, transforming our mind with the word, we, the Holy Spirit has nothing to work with, Lois, nothing to work with. It's like, it's like trying to use, a, 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 not a saw. What do you call it? The motorized saws. A chainsaw? 
Yes, thank you. <laughs> a chainsaw without pulling the ripcord. You can't. It's useless. And I firmly believe that Christians are useless if they're not in the word of God. Without, They're not going to change. I don't want to say useless. They're doing it in their own power. They're not doing it in the power of God because the Holy Spirit needs the word. That's what Jesus quoted when he was tempted and he was hungry and he could do right there. He could have said, Father, I don't want to do this. These people aren't worth it. Just take me now. You know, while he was in the desert, hungry. And I mean, he got tempted after after the 40 days. So um, and if we're not communing, if we're not in prayer with the, the Lord and I like to pray the word of God back to God. And then if we're not understanding, like refined to shine, if we're not understanding that we are all going to go through trials and tribulations, because this world, I mean, I, I tell my, I, I tell people, Christian, non-Christian, because this is what God had to tell me, you know, original sin corrupted the world, original sin. So the effects of original sin are everywhere, right, Lois? I mean, I look in the mirror and I see, I don't look like Eve, <laughs> um, but that's, that's the least of it. But you, you, we see what goes on in the world, the hurricanes, the fires, the cancer, the, the, everything that goes on, the earthquakes in our, and our minds aren't perfect either you know, mental illness, all this is the effects of sin. And then man against man and the evil that man inflicts on man, like with that evil that was inflicted on me as a child. And I don't tell, I don't go into it because I don't want people to have pictures in their mind or trying to figure out, you know, I was molested and abused. That's all I need to say, because that's not my identity anymore. My identity is a child of God. But the do we want to go through this world with Jesus or without Jesus, with the power that rose Christ from the dead, with the, the Holy Spirit power and wisdom that gave you know Solomon his knowledge, with the Holy Spirit endurance that Job had? I mean, and you think of Rahab too. I mean, she waited there. She didn't just wait overnight. She waited probably almost a month for Joshua to come. And then she she had to wait seven more days. Like, what come on, guys, what are you doing? You're marching around. Come and get me. You know? <laughs> so, I mean, what it's what do we want to do? Do we wanna do we want to partake? of the divine nature, like first, second Peter says, and be overcomers like your, like your, um, your whole podcast is about, are we going to be overcomers? Christ came, he gave us the Holy spirit. He had to leave so he could give us this gift. Are we opening it and using it? The power that God gave us. I'm still learning about this. I mean, I've been studying the Holy Spirit for 30 years, and amongst other things. And I have to tell you, Lois, this is this is just. I'm I'm just. I don't want to say tapping in. I'm not. I'm dying to self and allowing the Spirit to live in me. Because we we're crucified with Christ. The Spirit. We need not grieve the spirit. I need not grieve the spirit. I need to let the spirit work in and through me. And I'm going on, like I told you before we got on, I could go on and on and on and on, but 
But um, right now what I do is I work at Billy, Billy Graham Evangel. I can never say that word. Billy Graham Association. <laughs> and, and I love it there. I work part time and I take phone calls from people who who want to give. You know, people are calling and giving seven thousand dollars. People are calling because they don't want to live anymore. So it's the whole spectrum. But I, I work there part time. And then I have the um, just the honor of coaching speakers and writers. I went from not wanting to write to to coaching writers and speakers. And I, I just love it. And I and I'm a prayer warrior. I I if someone says pray for me, I'll pray right then in there because I forget. If you ever do, you do that too, Lois. Yeah. You, <laughs> I, yeah, I have to do it then. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, so I'm a little, as you can tell, I'm I'm definitely not an introvert, but um, I'll go up to anybody and talk to them about Jesus. Anybody, I, I don't care who you are. I, I I pray. I really wish I could pray. You know, have just one minute with the president. You know, and and people like that, because it doesn't matter. It does matter what you're doing, but it, it matters who you're doing it for. And if you're not, if you're not serving the Lord, if you're not serving your Creator, what? Why are we even here? If we're not telling people about Jesus and His love for them, no matter what. What, what you've done. It doesn't matter what we've done. Look at Paul the Apostle. He killed Christians. He, he led Christians, God's lambs, to the slaughter. And, and David, the man after God's own heart, premeditated murder, adultery, didn't raise his kids too well either. So, I mean, <laughs> but God, so I'm, I'm, I could go on and on, but this is supposed to be a conversation, Lois. I'm just excited. Tell me about your book. Shine, don't whine. That's what I started talking about that. It's based on the star principle. Um, it came out during COVID. <laughs> so, um, when I say all this, God gets all the glory. I have the awesome privilege of knowing many, many, many pastors. And I sent my book to some of them. And they're like, Sherry Lynn, I want my, I want the women in my church to do this as a Bible study. Because, and I've had one pastor say, Sherry Lynn, the way you describe um, our identity before salvation and after salvation is the clearest I've ever heard. And he's been to all these theology, you know, theology colleges and stuff. But this is what God taught me. This is, I call my book, my raw and realistic journey through scripture as God performed spiritual surgery on me with the word of God. Because the word of God is living and active. It's like a little, it's a knife and it cuts out all that stuff and it's still doing it. And the book was not easy to write because if you're a writer and you start writing about your life, 
even if it's the good, the bad, the ugly, you, I was crying and, and it was healing. So if anybody's listening and you're wondering if you should write a book, I think everybody should write a book, but do it. But the one thing that I, that the biggest takeaways from my book is your identity. Um, memorizing the word is so important. That's the only way we're going to change. And prayer, praying, praying the word of God back to God. Lois, my, my biological father is the one that, um, he was a POW in Vietnam. So when he came back in my book, I say he wasn't the only, um, casualty, mental casualty of war because we were you know we were the victims of his anger and and um i wanted him to go to hell and he inflicted his pain and anger on us in many ways so i just i didn't i hated him he he was out of our lives when I was about 10 and I didn't hear back from him until he was about 30. And at that time, and, and, and at that time, God was dealing with me and praying the scriptures. I said, Lord, I don't, I didn't love me. I didn't love who God created me to be. How could I even love anybody else? So praying the scriptures and one of the most powerful prayers that I pray for myself and others, I put God put together. When I say I, I mean God and me put together these scriptures. They're from Ephesians 3.20 and 1 Corinthians uh, 13 and Philippians 1, 9 and 10. It says, I just pray for all of us. And, and, and as I say this, I'll say it as a prayer for all of us. I pray that out of your glorious riches, you would strengthen us in our inner being so Christ can dwell in our heart through faith, that we would be rooted and established in love, Lord, your love that is patient and kind, not envious, boastful, rude, or proud. Your love that keeps no record of wrong. That's a hard one. Yeah. That's where my father, I had to, God had to deal with me with my father. Your love that believes all things, hopes all things, and endures all things. Your love that never fails. And that this love would abound still more and more in wisdom and depth of insight sight so that we can discern with us and this love would overflow to others. And, and that's the prayer. And when you pray the word at the living and active word, I started thinking, I'm like, Lord, I love who you created me to be. As I would tell the teenagers, we're all that in a bag of chips, you know? <laughs> and, and I started loving my father, seeing him as God sees him. No, I wasn't going to go have coffee with him, but I wanted him to know Jesus so that if he died, he would be with his creator. So to make a long story short, when my dad created, when my dad contacted me, I won't go into the whole conversation, but I gave him the gospel. And two years later, my, my aunt, his sister, said he walked the aisle on Father's Day and accepted the Lord. And he died a couple of years after that of um, uh, probably complications from the Vietnam War in Agent Orange. 
But that's what love does. And prayer and praying the scripture. So my, I highly recommend the book because it's it's God's message in and through me. I'm not saying I wrote another Bible. I'm just saying when you read books, you know when God takes over. You know you've read, you know when God takes over the author and he writes those difficult things. Like if if you read Lisa Turkhurst or Kelly Mittner, who it doesn't matter. They don't need to be big word, big name people. When you read somebody who is obedient to the word of God and obedient to his spirit, and they write from the heart, it, it's moving, it's changing. So the book, I wrote the book mostly for me, but it it's actually in a men's prison right now, believe it or not. That's a blessing. Mm -hmm. The gentleman, this is, this is God, Lois. And I know I'm going on and on, but this, I won't say his name. This, we grew up with this kid and he heard me on Christian radio while he was in prison. This kid raped a friend of ours. This kid tried to attack my sister and my sister got away. But this kid was finally thrown in jail for sexual assault. And when the uh, and the director of the program that I was on, he said, this person knows you. And I'm like, yeah, he belongs in jail. <laughs> and, and John is the person who does the show. He said, He's become a Christian and he heard you talk about your book. He wants me to bring a copy of your book to him. Ooh. So my book is in, and he sent me, I have not read it yet. This gentleman sent me, he answered all the questions to every chapter of my book and he sent it to me. Oh wow! And it, he said the book changed his life. Mm -hmm. Closer relationship. So that's what God does. Sounds great. So is your book on Amazon or where do we look for it? Um, it's on Amazon, Christian book distributors. I think it, it, it was on walmart.com. It's through Crosslink, a traditional publisher. I would love you to buy. If it's not expensive. Buy a few copies, people, and do the study with your friends. Have your church do the study because it's not... I'm I'm asking you to the pastors, Lois said, Sherry Lynn, this has this fills in a lot of blanks that people don't have in their Christian walk. You know, when you see yourself as God sees you, and everything's backed up with scripture, when you know how to pray and pray the word, when you're in the word of God, and when you know why bad things happen to good people because there are no good people. I'm sorry to say it, but there are no good people. Scripture says there are no good people. When we are saved, we are in the palm of God's Christ's hand and God sees us as holy and blameless in Christ. But we're, we can do nothing good apart from God, the Holy Spirit. So I encourage you. I mean, the 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 book is very inexpensive. It's less than ten dollars. So oh, go buy some. And, yeah, go buy some and do the study. 
make money for my make money for my um you know my publisher because <laughs> <laughs> it but it is it is a lot of nuggets really genuine nuggets all right so we're gonna give one of your books away so listeners if you leave a comment below on one of our social medias or on youtube we'll have a drawing and we'll give one of sherilyn's books away oh please and i would love to hear contact me and let me know what you think because if it's helped you that's all i care about and if you have anything bad to say send it to me anyway because i'll (laughs) I'll learn from it (laughs) all right i have to be real honest with you I have read through the Bible sometimes, some, a few times, okay? But I have a really hard time memorizing scripture. I mean, I, I really appreciate people who can just like, oh, yes, and First Timothy da-da, says, you know, that's not me. So any suggestions on how I could help myself with memorize scripture? Yes. First and foremost, the scripture has to mean something to you. Whatever you're going through, whatever you're going through, um, you can get a concordance and look up the word. I mean, you can Google everything. Scriptures that have to do with stress. Scriptures that have to do with joy. Scriptures that have to do with um, God's provision. Scriptures that have to do with God's guidance. Um, I have to memorize them or else I can't. What I do to memorize, I mean, there's many, I mean, you can Google how to memorize scripture, but if it doesn't mean something to you at that point in time, um, it it might not, you might not memorize it, but get, um, what, can you give me something, maybe tell me something that you might be dealing with right now? Um, being overwhelmed. Yes. Well, a lot of people know the Philippians 4 that says, be anxious for nothing, but in prayer, petition with thanksgiving, make all your requests known to him. Do you keep, you know, that verse, you hear it all the time and it's almost, and I'm going to be honest. It's almost like, oh my, not that verse again, or the verse, uh, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. I hear these verses all the time from people and I'm like, But then I'm like, okay, Lord, I don't want to be like that. I already know it, but am I living it? So you can even take a verse that you somewhat know and go memorize it in the Bible. Just go to it and say, Lord, which part of this do you want me to keep praying for myself? Because memorizing it is one thing. There's the the knowledge and then there's the experiential knowledge of applying the word of God. Those are, you know, those are two words that I've been learning. Epigonoso and gnoso is just, oh, I know the verse. But epigonoso is applying the knowledge the, of God to you, to your heart. You can say, Lois, you can say, Lord, your word says, be anxious for nothing. I am anxious. You say you will guard my heart and mind, but you are not guarding my heart and mind. Why? Uh, he'd probably say, my daughter, whoa, just relax. <laughs> I'm Bask- there. You're not paying attention. <laughs> Bask in my love. That's what the word is for. Mm-hmm. It's not to say, hey, I know all these Bible verses. 
if I didn't memorize the word of God, I wouldn't get through life. With, I wouldn't say I could, I would strive through life. I wouldn't thrive through life. But maybe find one that everyone else isn't memorizing. Oh, there you go. Though, though your anxiety, uh, read the Psalms. David, David was like, I heard one pastor say David would have been a great, a great patient for Prozac, but I'm like, no, but that's not good. I'm like, no, because then he wouldn't be so real. He wouldn't be so emotional, but pick something that really, really matters to you. Write it down. Put it on sticky, stick it to your mirror, stick it in your car, put it on a, put it on your phone. This is what I do. Um, I have Bible verses on my phone. This isn't a Bible verse. This is a song. This is what I've been feeling. So come on my soul. Oh, don't you get shy on me. Lift up your song because you've got a lion inside of those lungs. Get up and praise the Lord. You know that song? Oh, come on my soul. Um, so put it on your phone. So whenever you go to look at your phone, it's on there and wherever you go, just keep looking at it, make it personal, make it personal because that's your creator talking to you, saying to you, be anxious for nothing or do not fear or the Lord will guide you always. One of, one of the Bible verses that I love, it's in Isaiah, it says the Lord will guide you always. He will satisfy your needs in a sun-scorched land. He will strengthen your frame. I mean, I feel like I'm in a sun-scorched land right now with everything that I'm going through. He will make you like a well-watered garden, like a spring whose waters never fail. It took me a while to memorize that. But see, now I say it like it's just second nature because I wrote it down. I put it on. I didn't have a phone back then. I don't. <laughs> but I wrote it down. I kept, I said it 10 times. Or I just memorized little pieces at a time. So if you want, if you're those people who need points, pick a verse that means something to you. Write it down completely or type it 10 times. Then do piece by piece and keep saying it to yourself and say it over to yourself. When you're, when you're at a stoplight and you look at your phone like everybody else, but you'll be memorizing the word God. <laughs> or, put on a, what? <laughs> or put it on a sticky Put it on a sticky. You could actually record yourself and play it back over and over and over. Mm -hmm. um, get a memory partner, someone who wants to memorize verses with you. Because, you know, <clears throat> God tells us to put on the full armor of God, which is Christ. And the only offensive weapon is the sword, which is the word which is living and active. And how are we going to change our attitude? That's how we change my attitude from what was me to from wine to shine. People are like, you used to complain all the time. I'm like, oh yeah, 
I, I had a friend come up to me. She hadn't seen me in like 25 years. She said, Sherry Lynn, I have to tell you, I didn't like being around you because you complained all the time. But look at you now. I'm like, part of me was like, really? <laughs> it was like, it was like bittersweet. But it's true. It's because I memorized the word. But you're asking me how. Make it personal. Write it down. Put it places. I mean, I have Bible verses all over my house. But find, have someone gift you that Bible verse and put it in your bathroom, put it in your bedroom, put it in your living room, put it in your office and memorize it. And once you've memorized it and it's changed you and it keeps changing, because you're going to use that verse your whole life, your whole life. I memorized that verse 30 years ago and I'm still using it. Um, memorize another one. Don't get, you know, you can give your, if you're one of those people that have to have a time limit, give yourself a week. Give yourself two weeks. Give yourself a month. Whatever you but, need. Yeah. But keep doing it. Be it's um, I consider it a matter of life or death, especially for your emotional and spiritual well-being. Um, life's going to get difficult for Christians. And you look at what's going on in other parts of the country. Chinese Christians are being asked to, this has been going on. They're taken into a room. I think it's the Chinese Christians. There's, they have the choice of drinking. I'm getting gross here, but drinking excrement, their excrement and their Bible getting taken or, or getting their Bible back or vice versa. They don't drink it. They don't have their Bible. Mm. So, um, yeah, if you want to have an overcoming life. If you want to kill those giants, you gotta have the word of God operating in you, the Holy Spirit. That's the, that's how Jesus got through the desert. Um, I think of, of David and the king wanted to put his armor on David and David's like, I can't use someone else's armor. I got to do this with, the, it's got to be me and the Lord. It's the Lord in me doing this. And look what he overcame the giant. So the word of God's got to be in you. Okay. For whatever reason, this just came to my head. So I want you to take a deep breath. All right. Share with us what God has put on your heart that you know he wants us to hear. Oh, 2 Peter 1, 3, and 4. His divine power has given us everything we need for life and godliness according to him who has called us. The only way we're going to have everything we need for divine power and go look at second Peter, because all the rest of the, it explains all the qualities that we want. The only way we're going to have that divine power is the knowledge of Jesus. Well, how are we going to know Jesus? Jesus, John 1, 1 says, Jesus is the word. And John 1, 14, it said, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us. The only way we are going to have that divine power is be, we have it in us, people. If you're a blood-bought child of God, you have the Holy Spirit in you. You have that divine nature. The only way, like we talked about it before, is 
Memorize the word, get the word in you. So the Holy Spirit has something to use. God's, we are here to glorify God. We are here to be like Christ. And the only way we can do that is through the word. Who is God? Right. Thank you. All right. Any closing thoughts? I thought that was good, but. <laughs> Don't be hard on yourself. God's not hard on you. If you're a perfectionist, you got to stop that. Just stop it. You, I'm going to be, I'm going to be real with you because I was a perfectionist. A perfectionist puts themselves on the throne and they put their expectations above what God expects of you. And that's what I was doing. So stop being a perfectionist. Strive for excellence. And it's not going to happen overnight. It's not going to happen overnight. Get my book and it will help you. Yes, I'm not just doing that for you to buy my book. It will help you. When you realize who you are in Christ, perfectionism goes out the window and the Holy Spirit takes over and you are working God's excellence. All right. Well, thank you so much. I just, um, I'm very inspired by your words and um, your tips on memorizing scripture. That was Thank you, Lois. I, I, I use a lot of words, but I'm very talkative, but I just, Lois, I love the body of Christ and I've been, and, and I'm, I'm at where most of you are right now. And you probably wouldn't know what, if you knew what I'm going through, what I've just been through, you'd be like, why aren't you in bed under the sheets? So I am living proof that the word of God works and the word of God sustains. And this is not a mask. My heart's breaking right now with everything that I've been through, Lois. And I'm not going to go into all of it. But you know what? God is keeping me and it's going to take time to heal, but he's with me through the healing. All right, let's close in prayer. Lord, I just know that there's somebody listening to this right now who needed to hear these words and that just their heart is breaking. Their life feels like it's falling apart. And I know, Lord, that you are there with them and that you are protecting them and guiding them. And we just ask that you give them the knowledge and the encouragement to reach out to you. And just to know that you are going to help them through. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you, Giant Builders. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening. This has been The Giant Builders with Lois Wyant.